Welcome to the Institute of Catholic Culture. We are a non-profit Catholic organization dedicated to the re-evangelization of our society through educational and cultural programs offered to the public at no charge. This presentation and many others are available through our online library at instituteofcatholicculture.org and on our ICC app. Whether you are looking for weekly Bible studies, in-depth courses, or talks related to the faith, you will find it at the ICC. Please check out our upcoming schedule of live online events and engage with us on social media. All are welcome to join our growing international ICC family. For handouts, links, and further study materials, please visit this program's page on our website or app. Blessed is our God at all times, both now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Amen. Today the Virgin is on her way to the cave where she will give birth to the eternal Word of God in an ineffable manner. Rejoice, therefore, O universe, when you hear this news and glorify with the angels and the shepherds him who shall appear as a new child, being God from all eternity. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please join me in welcoming our, uh, our, our presenters, our group this morning, or this evening, Floriani. Floriani is a Catholic men's choral and teaching ensemble. Forming a symbiotic relationship of research, teaching, and performance, they aim to foster and preserve the great heritage of Christian music in East and West. Their mission is to nurture a counterculture of beauty, a culture that is liturgically centered and ordered to the divine. Beyond merely reviving tradition, they seek to imbue future generations with a love for and an education in the practice of sacred music. Their purpose is to give people around the world an encounter with that beauty which is ever ancient, ever new as expressed in music and in the liturgy. Giorgio, Thomas, Graham, and Joseph fulfill this mission by performing and recording traditional and original sacred compositions and offering concerts, workshops, and retreats throughout the country. It is a delight to host you guys this evening. Please join me in welcoming Floriani. Gentlemen, welcome to the Institute of Catholic Culture. Thank you for having us, and good evening, everyone. My name is Joe, together with Graham and Thomas and Georgia. We are Florian. Thank you for that very thorough introduction. There's uh, not much left to say, but uh, in a nutshell, we travel around the country working with schools and parishes, helping them to, as Father Hezekiah was saying, really break open that vault of Catholic sacred music, which is an incredible source of beauty, one that the Second Vatican Council tells us is one of inestimable value greater even than that of any other art. So it is our pleasure to be with you this evening. Uh, for our first set, uh, we are going to be singing a wide variety of songs. That'll be sort of a continual theme over the course of the evening. The first one, I Wonder As I Wander, is a beautiful meditation on the nativity written by an Englishman during the turn of the last century. Uh, it's, uh, it's an original arrangement by Giorgio Navarini. The second, Veni... Veni Emmanuel is uh, a beautiful hymn that I'm sure everyone here is probably familiar with, either in the English or in the Latin iterations. Uh, they are taken from the Vesperal O Antiphons in the days leading up to Christmas. Each 
uh, each sort of call, uh, O come, O come, Emmanuel, O come, O come, O Oriens, uh, each one is a scriptural sort of name and prefigurement of Jesus that, uh, that all of creation was looking forward to. So after that, we have In Natale Domino, which is a medieval carol from a Czech codex. Uh, Omnes de Saba, which is the traditional gradual for the Feast of the Epiphany. Uh, Gabriel's Message, which is a originally a Basque carol based on uh, Angelus ad Virginem. Uh, and then to wrap up that set, we have Angels from the Realms of Glory, which is a uh, special version of Angels We Have Heard on High. And as both Peter and Father Hezekiah were saying, I strongly encourage you to follow along. Many of these lyrics are not in English. Uh, and while the music uh, can be beautiful, knowing what the music means adds an extra layer to the depth of contemplation one might find. So first is I wonder as I wander. I wander as I wander out under the sky How Jesus the Savior did come for to die For poor ornery people like you and like I I wander as I wander Out under the sky If Jesus had wanted for any wee thing A star in the sky or a bird on the wing Or all of God's angels in heaven to see Surely could have had it, cause he was the king. When Mary bore Jesus, was in a cow stall with wise men and farmers and shepherds and all. From God's heaven, our stars light did fall, and the promise of ages it Save 
Amen. 
from the realms of glory wing your flight o'er all the earth ye who sang creation's story now proclaim Messiah's birth Gloria in excelsis Shall 
What a what a treasure! What a blessing this evening to what you're sharing with us. And uh, I, I the, as we were coming as you were singing, "Glory in Excelsis Deo," I said, "Oh, this is only part one." And I'm really so. Oh my gosh, what a blessing! And I and I, um, as you were singing, I I recall this beautiful quote that I've held on to now for just over ten years from Pope Benedict. He says, "One of the great problems facing the church today." is the lack of knowledge of the faith, religious illiteracy. With such illiteracy, we cannot grow. Therefore, we must reappropriate, reappropriate the contents of the faith, not as a packet of dogmas and commandments, but as a unique reality revealed in all of its profoundness and beauty. And as you were singing this first piece, I had, I had to set it aside, uh, wander as I wondered. You said if Jesus had wanted for any wee thing, a star in the sky or a bird on the wing or all of God's angels in heaven for to sing, he surely could have it because he was the king. And yet, and yet, this is what God has done for us. And this is the mystery of our faith. As, as I was saying at the beginning, this is the way we learn the faith as you're singing this uh, Peter, am I, I mean, it's just, it's. Yeah. And what an incredible thing to be exposed tonight to that expression through time and space, you know, the church being 2000 years old now, and we're, we've been bouncing around, you know, in, in Italy and France and, uh, and English carols. I mean, it's, it's incredible um, throughout time and, and through all these different cultures, giving expression to the faith uh, so, so beautifully. We've got a couple questions that have come in on those pieces, if you guys uh, wouldn't mind. Uh, first one, if you could explain where that harmony, that beautiful harmony to Veni, Veni, Emmanuel comes from. Uh, I certainly am familiar with only the Gregorian chant, you know, single line. So what, that, that was incredible. Could you say uh, something about that? The, uh, the Veni, Veni, Emmanuel comes from uh, actually uh, a, a requiem uh, from Paris. And uh, they discovered the melody um, relatively recently, and they saw that it was taken from this Requiem context and applied to the O antiphons. Uh, so that's actually where it comes from, is a 16th, 17th century um, Parisian Requiem Mass. How, but how about the, uh, the, there was a harmony line as yeah, well? So that's yeah. also written in the, the codex that they found was the, the harmonic line underneath. No, yeah, but I think in that particular um, part of the equation, I think wasn't discovered until more recently. So I believe that was Dr. Mary Berry 
who found the original codex, sourced the melody that everyone was familiar with and, and discovered that it was had its origins in this um, community in Paris, uh, along with the harmony. That's awesome. Tell, guys, we want to get to know you because I have a feeling that we're going to have a long um, uh, 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 relationship together as we grow in our Lord and continue to work together for the glory of God. So just tell us, you guys just kind of introduce yourselves and then uh, just tell us a little bit also about the name Floriani. Right. Yeah. So as we mentioned at the outset, as a group, as an ensemble, we are, um, we've dedicated our lives to the mission of reintroducing and evangelizing through sacred beauty uh, all around the country and even around the world. And uh, so, Amen, Father, to, to that. I hope I hope we do have a long, a long and, and blessed relationship. Um, so, I'll just introduce myself a little bit as well. Um, I'm I'm married and have four four beautiful daughters, and just found out last week that uh, we're expecting our first son at the end of April. Congratulations! So, uh, we're all four graduates of Thomas Aquinas College. So, we actually didn't study music principally. We are philosophy and theology students. So, we studied the liberal arts and. Uh, fell in love with sacred beauty through uh, our time at Thomas Aquinas College. And so uh, we, part of what we want to spread is the, um, the, the good news that, um, this, that the, the pursuit of wisdom and the pursuit of beauty and the pursuit of holiness are not three different projects. And so we, we can, you know, you don't have to be a trained musician over here and a philosopher and a theologer over here. Um, and, and I know that's dear, near and dear to the mission of, of, this institute as well. So I'm uh, really, really grateful to be part of this. Um, so I was a high school teacher for seven years. And then just a couple of years ago, uh, Holy Spirit put it on, on our hearts to, to tackle this mission next. And Giorgio, I'll let the other guys introduce themselves as they speak to it. Giorgio, why don't you tell them about the name? Sure. Yeah. Um, my, my name's Giorgio. Uh, and uh, my confirmation saint when I, I chose at the age of 14 was St. Florian. Um, I chose him because he was a, a Roman martyr and a soldier, and I was um, I was always a fan of Roman Roman soldier martyrs. Um, and um, anyhow, uh, fast forward to uh, my the the year after my college, and I was working at a summer camp in Northern California. And uh, on one of our days off, uh, I went swimming in the Yuba River. And to make uh, a long story short. I almost drowned to death by being sucked um, into a whirlpool underneath the river. And um, anyhow, I managed to get out alive. And uh, when I got out of the water, um, I had this strange impulse, really, um, along with thanking God to, to thank my patron saint, who was patron confirmation saint, St. Florian, which is a really strange thing to, to feel at the time. And as I looked more into it, I realized uh, St. Florian, who is the patron saint of firefighters, was also the patron saint of drowning victims. Oh. And he himself was martyred in a river um, in Austria. And so um, I, um, about a year later, I asked uh, the group I was I directed at Thomas Aquinas College if they would like to call our ensemble uh, Floriani after St. Florian. So that is the story. That's of pretty Florian. cool. Incredible. Well, I hope the rest of you guys have have more calm stories about you know how you got to where you're at. <laughs> yes, we, we let we leave the the, the drowning exactly. The drowning. <laughs> so yeah, how about, so that's Giorgio Thomas and who's next? Sure, okay, so I I'm Graham. Uh, I'm the only native Phoenician here, so I'm part of the reason why we uh, are based here in Phoenix, Arizona. 
Um, I grew up here, uh, and then I, I studied biomedical science in college. I went to Northern Arizona University, and it wasn't till five or so years after that that I had I felt this calling to uh, get a, well a better education, uh, and I was looking into uh, one. Well, I wanted to study philosophy and theology, and I was sort of making my way back to the faith. And so I found out about Thomas Aquinas College from my brother, uh, who was attending it at the time, and I went and. That's where I met these guys, met Giorgio and joined his choir. And that was my first experience with sacred music. Really my first experience with singing formally too. Uh, so it's never too late. I was about 26. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. After we graduated, I went and taught for a year. And then that's when we came together and decided to start the group full time. And shout out Graham. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Forgive me. I, I, I'm new to this. I got married in, in January and uh, my lovely wife is here helping us, Sarah. Uh, we're pregnant with our first. Uh, she's due in February. Uh, so we're really excited. Sarah, Sarah's the one who's frantically scrambling around because we forgot to plug in the computer, forgot to plug in the camera. Um, so trying to keep this going while we sing. <laughs> well, hello, Sarah, behind the, behind the scenes. Yeah, you're doing a great job. Uh, and my name is Joe. Hello again. Uh, I'm originally from just outside of Chicago, Illinois. Um, I met these guys uh, through Thomas Aquinas College, which is where kind, kind of similar to Graham, I had my first serious experience with sacred music. Um, I had done uh, theater and musicals through high school, a little bit of acapella. But when I arrived at TAC, I started drinking from the fire hose in terms of uh, choral ensembles. Um, some some might say I joined an imprudent number of groups, but here we are today and it all worked out. Uh, and yeah, after that, I went to the Catholic University of America in Washington, D.C. Uh, to get my master's in business, uh, where I began working for the Small Business Administration until I left that to join these fellows, moved down to Arizona. And uh, here we are. They don't hold the, uh, the federal government bit against me, though. So, uh, yeah, I am... Not married, and I also don't have any children. Well, God bless you guys. Welcome, welcome to the Institute of Catholic Culture, Peter. Shall we move on to part two of our evening? Yeah, hit us with the fire hose. What can you tell us about our uh, next pieces? Fantastic. Uh, the first two pieces are um, um, actually are the first is will be the chant Alma Redemptoris Mater, which is uh, this. We'll do the solemn tone for you. And the Alma Redemptoris Mater is uh, one of the four Marian antiphons um, throughout the Catholic liturgical year. And this happens to be the antiphon for Advent. Most of you are probably familiar with the Salve Regina. Uh, during Lent and actually after the Feast of the Purification, you'll, you'll hear the Ave Regina Celorum. And then at the beginning of Eastertide, you'll hear the Regina Celi. Uh, being in, in Advent, we are going to do the uh, Alma Redemptoris Mater. Uh, followed by a polyphonic setting by Palestrina. After that, we have a um, a, a modern composition by uh, Richard Tonsing. Uh, it's called Rejoice, O Virgin Theotokos. And uh, you'll notice it has a, a strong Byzantine influence uh, in the piece. After that, we have two uh, French arrangements by myself and... Um, they're both hymns about the nativity. Um, one of them is more famous than the other, um, but they both have to do with the Holy Family. Well, we, we sing a lot of French carols, um, and these are probably our two favorite ones. But one thing that we've noticed about the French carols is that uh, they, they talk about the nativity in a very sort of 
strikingly familiar way, uh, as if describing the experience one might have actually being there manger side and looking at the newborn baby Jesus and witnessing uh, the Blessed Mother and kind of commenting on the whole scene and uh, being careful to shush each other to make sure that uh, you don't, you know, wake the baby Jesus from his dreams. The, the final piece will be uh, the Our Father, uh, an original composition by myself um, in the original language of Christ, um, which is Aramaic. Um, currently, there are actually several different forms of Aramaic in the East. Um, this is the most ancient uh, of the Aramaic languages, uh, it's known as classical Aramaic. Uh, and so this is the Our Father with uh, a text that was most likely um, uh, spoken by by our Lord.
Joseph Ebion Maria, Joseph Ebion Maria, à la file de Jesse, à la file de Jesse, cette chose bien nouvelle que d'autres mères puissent. Dieu y a bien opéré, Joseph Ebion Jésus pour prendre. 
My goodness, what a juxtaposition of pieces next to each other. Incredible gentlemen. Incredible. I uh, I have to say, I I know that my my mother is in here with us. She's probably very embarrassed that I'm mentioning this, but she uh, lived in France for some time, and I know that she particularly enjoyed those two French girls. Those were really fun. You know Thank that you. that that the second one is it Ile est ne? Is that how I say that, gentlemen? Ile ne. Oh, it was. Uh, I mean, it was just full of joy. Just beautiful, beautiful, and this line. 4,000 years and more, prophets have foretold his coming. 4,000 years and more have we waited this happy hour. This is the expectation that all of us should have during this Advent season. And uh, just just absolutely beautiful. You know, a couple, just a couple of times, just like I think twice for a moment there, there was a little bit of an internet, uh, uh, you know, uh, problem, but well, it's okay. Don't worry, guys. It wasn't on your, it's just, it's just is what it is. You know, when you're trying to do something amazing like this on the internet Uh, and, but beautiful, huh, Peter? Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. Listen, before we move into our next section, uh, I want to take a, we're, we're about an hour in, we have one more set for you, but let's take a moment, you know, uh, stretch your legs, refill your glass of wine or, or glass of water or, or tea or what have you. Uh, let me quickly, uh, I want to take a moment to just preview our upcoming events at the ICC. We, just, we just released them. And this is our, that's actually our big release. It's just, it's open exactly. now on our website, January, all the way up to Pascha, all the way up to Easter. We've got the next quarter lined up for you. So there is one more event in this quarter, this coming Saturday. If you're able to join us, here I am just on our main events page. You see tonight's event card here, Rejoice, O Virgin Theotokos. On Saturday, we'll be joined by Father Devin Rosa to talk about uh, David and Solomon as types of the Messiah. So that's going to be a great study uh, leading into Christmas here. Make, and sure then- you, make sure you have your Bibles ready for that, guys. This Amen. is going to be a great one. Yeah. Then we'll uh, we'll have a bit of a break for Christmas at the ICC, but many of you, all, I know, are already uh, currently studying Jesus of Nazareth, this beautiful trilogy by Pope Benedict XVI. That is continuing on in the next quarter, and so if you did not join us for the first few sessions of that, those recordings are posted. You could actually go view those now and catch up and then be back on track to join us for the rest of the series starting up in January. So that's coming up here. And then we really hit the ground running. So we're going to be looking at the school at Alexandria in the first few centuries of uh, of, of Christian philosophy and theology with Father David here in, uh, in January, and then launching our year-long patristics course with yeah. Dr. John. You know, this one is Let going me, to be... Yeah, Peter, go I got to break in because, guys, do you know how many... People have been brought to Christ through the teachings of the early fathers. And I don't just mean an apologetics today. I mean, over the centuries, I mean, the conversion of the entire world to Christianity, bringing paganism to its knees. That's what we're going to be doing for an entire year at the ICC 2024. Dr. John Papino, he's been with us for as a history teacher, but his, he's a Patricia scholar. This is his thing. And, uh, and so I would encourage you, not only for yourself, for your family, your friends, for your uh, uh, distant relatives, for your co-workers, do you want to bring somebody the fullness of Christ, the fullness of the apostolic faith? This is the course for you. It's Yes, it's a year long. It's a big commitment. But I'm going to tell you, I mean, people are doing this in a year, that in a year. That, right. Have them sit down at the feet of the early Christians. 
And that's whose company we're going to be in because we're not going to be studying about the early Christians in this course. We're going to be studying the writings of the early fathers and be guided by Dr. John Pavino. It's going to be a wonderful course. Make sure yourself get registered, but every single person you know. And there is a down below in the description on this card. If you click through, like I just did, there's a page with some promotional media. You can, uh, you know, print off flyers and there are graphics to put into church bulletins. So send that over uh, to your parish secretary and, and help spread the word for that one. Once that course gets rolling, uh, then we've got a whole slew of other programs at the ICC. We're going to be reading St. Augustine's Confessions with Dr. Anthony Esselin. He actually just released his own new translation uh, of this work, and it is excellent. So we're going to be guided by the translator himself through this masterpiece. Christopher Check coming to talk about St. Boniface and his story at, uh, at the conversion of the Germanic tribes. Archbishop Elias Shakur of Galilee, then right before Lent begins, will join us for two sessions to talk about the parables of Christ, a man who grew up in Galilee and, and uh, actually Bethlehem, Father, is he from Bethlehem, that he's, area? No, no, yeah. he's, he's from the area of Galilee and he and he became, uh, he was a, a boy there. He wrote that book we've recommended so many times, Blood Brothers. He's a, a living saint. Yeah, truly, truly. We met him when we were in the Holy Land. He's spoken at the Institute a couple of times, but he's going to be actually teaching from his from his office in Galilee and, That's right. uh, and which is like pretty awesome. And uh, and I can't imagine a better person to be talking about the parables who lived there where Jesus taught. Amen. Only at the ICC. If yeah. you know anybody who, uh, well, if, if you want to introduce the ICC to somebody or if you yourself are brand new, maybe this is your first event. Uh, we're going to have another come and see night uh, casual evening just to talk about our mission here and how to get involved and dive deeper. Once Lent begins, we've got a retreat uh with the thought of Pope Benedict XVI with Monsignor Charles Pope. That'll be Ash Wednesday and then Thursday and Friday. So a three-day intensive retreat right at the beginning of Lent to start us off on the right foot. We'll then during Lent be looking at the Eucharistic theology of the early church fathers with Kyle King. That'll be multiple sessions in Lent. And then Floriani is back with us on yeah, Palm baby. Sunday for more of what you're getting tonight. So super excited for what we've got coming up here at the next season. Peter, we're going to jump into our third section of the evening. Um, and, uh, but I just, gotta, I'm just, I'm just sitting back drinking it in, talking about milk and honey, That's you right. know, not studying about it, drinking it in, you know. So let's, let's uh, enter into our third part of our evening. Great. Okay. So in this next portion, we got some sort of unique languages uh, to throw at you. Uh, we have a song, well, I should start with uh, the the most ununique, at least for most of us, language. This, we're doing a song in English. It's actually from America. The first song, "Star in the East," and it comes from a tradition of music called Sacred Harp, which we're very fond of. Uh, originated in the Appalachian Mountains, and this piece talks about sort of from the perspective of the three kings uh, as they journey, uh, trying to follow the star uh, to. Uh, go visit the baby Jesus at his manger and, and talking about what are the best gifts that they should bring him. And of course, in the end, the, the most important gifts are the prayers, the prayers of the poor. And after that, we have a song that really needs no introduction, Silent Night. Uh, it's an arrangement by Giorgio. The third piece, you will definitely recognize it, but it's we're going to be singing a version that you're probably not familiar with. It's in Ukrainian, and it's a piece that it's a folk song uh, that is usually sung uh, on Epiphany, 
And it's about a swallow that visits this family and sort of brings the good tidings of the new year. Following that, we have a very special piece, uh, another American piece, well, another North American piece uh, called Isus Ahatonya. And that's in a language barely spoken today, uh, the language of the Wendat Indians, the Huron tribe. And what's interesting about this piece is that it was written by a great saint, Saint Jean de Brebeuf, who uh, went up into northern Canada and uh, administered and you know preached, evangelized these tribes, and ended up converting the entire Huron people. And one of the methods that he would use is teaching them songs about the Christian faith. So, Isusa uh, Hatonya, which means Jesus is born. And then our final piece will be. O Beautiful Star of Bethlehem, which is another American piece. And I'll tell you a little bit about its its creation because I, I find it uh, lovely. Basically, there's uh, this, this humble farmer uh, was having dinner with his family and it was a sort of boisterous meal and he left to go clear his head and he went into the, the family milk barn, plopped himself down on the hay and these lyrics started coming to him. So he penned them down. And at night, a melody sort of was inspired into the words in his head, and he couldn't get it out of his head for, for weeks. And so he finally, he, he basically composed this, this beautiful song. And eventually it became one of the top hits in the 1940s for American Christmas albums. But he said in his own words that he knows the piece was divinely inspired, because how could it be that such a humble farmer like himself have writ a, written a song about the most important event in human history? And uh, yes, that's it. All right, we'll get into it. <laughs> Hail the blessed morn, see the great mediator down from the region of glory descend. Shepherds go worship the babe in the manger. Lo, for his God the bright angels attend. Brightest and best of the sons of the morning, dawn on our darkness and lend us thine aid. Star in the east, the horizon adorning, guide where our infantry redeemer was laid. Cold on his cradle the dewdrops are shining, low lies his bed with the beasts of the star. Angels adore him in slumbers reclining, Wise men and shepherds before him do fall. Brightest and best of the sons of the morning, dawn on our darkness and lend us thine aid. Star in the east, the horizon adorning, guide where our infantry redeemer was laid. Say, shall we yield him in costly devotion, odors of Eden and offerings divine? 
Gems from the mountain and pearls from the ocean, myrrh from the forest and gold from the mine, brightest and best of the sons of the morning, dawn on our darkness and lend us thine aid, starting the Ample oblation, vainly with gold we his favor secure. Richer by far is the heart's adoration, dearer to God are the prayers of the poor. Brightest and best of the sons of the morning, dawn on our dawn. And lend us thine aid, star in the east, the rising adorning, guide where our infant redeemer was laid. Oh. Uh...
Chedrix, Chedrix, Chedri Vochka, Prilleti la lasti Vochka, Stala sobi, Chebetati, Hospodaria, Vitlikati, Stirididi, Hospodaria, Togivisia, Nakosharu, Tamovichki, Pokotili, Sajanichki, Narodis, Tebetova, Vesorashi, Bodesvati, Nikorashi, I'm not supposed to talk, but something we forgot to mention was um, the author of that, of that carol is actually considered a, uh, to be a martyr in the Orthodox Church. Uh, he was murdered, he was, he'd gone through priestly formation and ended up being murdered by an agent of, of the government, and um, so he's actually venerated, venerated as a martyr, which is pretty, pretty lovely.
star of Bethlehem shining afar through shadows dim giving a light for those who long have gone guiding the wise men on their way unto the place where Jesus lay beautiful star of Bethlehem shine on. O beautiful star of Bethlehem, shining afar through shadows dim, giving a light for those who long have gone, guiding the wise men on their way unto the place where Jesus lay. Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on, shine on. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful star of Bethlehem, beautiful, beautiful star. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful star, shine on, shine on. Give us the light to light the way. Into the land of perfect day, oh beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on, shine on. 
Oh, beautiful star of hope and light, guiding the pilgrim through the night, over the mountains till the break of dawn. Into the light of perfect day, it will give out a lovely ray. Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Oh, beautiful star, beautiful star of Bethlehem. Beautiful, beautiful star, shine on, shine on. Give us the light to light the way into the land of perfect day. Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Oh, beautiful star, the hope of for the redeemed, the good and blessed. Yonder in glory when the crown is won. Jesus is now the star divine, brighter and brighter will he shine. Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine Beautiful. Oh my gosh. What a, what a wonderful evening. Uh, what can I say? I, I, um, of course, with loving, loving the scriptures as we do here at the Institute. I mean, I just, I'm just, I'm looking at this, um, the, you, this, um, uh, I don't know how you call it, but in, in here on the, the one for the, the Indians, uh, St. Jean, um, says have courage, uh, you who are humans, Jesus, he has been born. Behold, it has fled. The spirit has had us as prisoner. But then, but then a new spirit comes announcing the birth of Christ and says, three have left for such a place, bringing together, bring, bringing together the Indian people and the, the Native Americans and this experience of the three wise men going, oh, it was, just, it was awesome true enculturation yeah, yeah. And, and, and to see that through so many of these pieces i mean the huron indians but uh but i like i said after the first set i mean just transporting between time and place you have such a such a local natural real expression of faith in so many of these carols it's so much fun my goodness don't go anywhere because we're not letting floriani go tonight without giving an encore because I just got my dad, I, I see my dad, I hear my dad today saying, bravo, bravo, and encore, we have to have more. So before we're done tonight, we're going to ask them to do a final piece, but we're going to have a little time, Peter, for uh, a bit of Q&A, right? Yeah, exactly. It's so great to, I mean, basically, Floriana, you, you guys are in our living room, you're in everybody's homes tonight, and uh, and so it's great to be able to interact live, and, uh, and so I invite you guys, if you have questions for them. 
uh, go ahead and put those in the Q&A box. We've already gotten some that have come in here. So if uh, if you gentlemen are are open to some, let's, uh, let's jump in here. Uh, Susan asked if you could talk about how you research and find some of these older songs that you dug up. You talked about, you know, finding some of the manuscripts for Veni, Veni, Emmanuel. What, what's that like? Um, luckily, the Veni, Veni, Emmanuel was discovered already by a, a woman named Mary Berry, who was taught at Oxford. Um, she was actually a, a nun. Um, and she would go through these codices and um, find these beautiful works of music. Um, the the Huron Carol in particular is something I discovered through reading the uh, biography of St. Jean of Brebeuf, and he mentions that he uh, wrote music in the Huron language for the, the Huron tribe. And so when I did more research, did some digging, and I found that he um, the original language that he wrote still existed. And so I just I did an arrangement of it, set it for our voices, and um, that's that's just a few ways we we you go through a lot of old texts to find this this stuff. Fortunately, much of the work has already been done and compiled into either various volumes or databases. So, uh, just to, to hammer home how accessible a lot of this music is, uh, it's uh, it's surprisingly easy to find beautiful music and beautiful texts. So that's uh, that's part of part of our mission of cracking this open. Guys, that leads us to our next question perfectly. Um, and Dom Price is asking, what are a few great chants to teach my four-year-old son? I love this question because most people are not asking themselves this question, but certainly a four-year-old is primed and, and even, even younger than that. Um, and, and what are a few great chants to learn for a young adult or parents group? Some that could be easy and some that would allow them to experience just how great chant can be. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, well, the, we have a uh, something you can go check out the Chant School podcast. The Chant School podcast uh, is a podcast that we've developed and, and are continuing to add to, but it's kind of for exactly that purpose. Simple, accessible, ancient chants of the church. And in that podcast or YouTube video format, you can uh, we break it down for you. We go through the pronunciation, the translation, we sing the melody for you, and then... Um, and then break it down bit by bit. So you can rewind as many times as you need to, to sing through it. And uh, some of them, what, there's a couple, one of my favorites for teaching uh, a young child would be uh, the Parche Domine. It's a simple little, um, little antiphon for Lent. And uh, th that episode of the podcast actually had as the, my co-host that day was my uh, six-year-old daughter, Gianna. So uh, she's a little older than four, but um uh, so I'd encourage you to go look at that podcast and listen to some of those chants. Um, you can't go wrong with the the chants of St. Thomas Aquinas, Adoro Te Devote in particular. I would encourage you to, to pick a, a Eucharistic hymn uh, so that you can, you can meditate on the Eucharist uh, while you sing. But check out the Chant School podcast. And guys, I'm going to recommend that you actually go to Floriani's website, floriani.org. Or if you just if you're not sure how to spell all that stuff, just type it in and chant Floriani. It's you're going to have it. But we're going to post it in our post event email to you um, because this is a group of of young men that I believe really deserves our support. And I would encourage you to go to their website. And not only for yourself, but maybe share that gift with other people. And um, because it is it, what they're doing is is fantastic. I saw over in the chat, and it's like popped up maybe like you know how many things over there yeah, above like that. But about the if you, you know, from Brenda, did you see that, Peter? 
from mm, it, yep. if if you love music, if you love music, mm-hmm. your children will love music. And I and I I'm just gonna take a, a moment, male hobby horse or father Hezekiah, but we are the first generation of human beings. And I'm serious about it. The first generation of human beings that do not sing. Now, I want you to think about that as far as being a human. You're, you are, uh, we are a scientific experiment, and the experiment is not working well. So I'm going to encourage you as adults to not say, hey, how, my children, my children. No, me. How am I going to start singing again? And we are in active conversation with these gentlemen uh, regarding the possibility of establishing an ICC choir. Um, and uh, and we're going to be talking about that in the coming year, about how we're going to be able to do this from all parts of the world to come together to begin to learn to sing again. Because I honestly, you want to talk about, you know, say, I mean, Socrates is right, that music is the most powerful instrument. Then, then I'm going to tell you right now that that more important than, sh- than than paying gobs of money for your child to go to a Catholic school where they learn to lose the faith, teach them to sing the faith, and you will give them the greatest gift of all. Because that gift of our faith will dive to the deepest part of the soul the fastest and adhere there in the most powerful way. But it's got to begin here with me. So as we're heading towards Christmas, you ought to be singing in your home. And you say, oh, I can't sing, Father Hezekiah. Yes, you can. As Peter, what were we saying today? I said, what were we saying? What did you say to me today about, about, about people that, that are unable to sing? They have their, 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 uh, no, there's, yeah, there are very, very, very few people who are actually tone deaf. Most just need intentional practice. Yeah. We just haven't used the instrument. Yeah, we have to use the instrument again. We'll be using here at the Institute of Catholic Culture in the coming year, God willing, years, um, and working with these gentlemen to 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 make sure that happens. So you make music a part of your home, and you will hand on the and I mean good music, not okay, please, <laughs> but okay, but uh, but and you will hand on to your children the the greatest gift you possibly can. Um, another, another question coming in here, no. Father, just to continue that into the Christmas season. I mean, you asked about chant, but what about caroling? Do you guys have any uh, recommendations nice. or resources, yeah. or you know, how can we bring back a culture of singing carols at Christmas time? Seems nobody does it anymore. Yeah. Host a caroling party at your house. Have people. Every you all know carols. You don't have to go and find uh, an undiscovered, dusty old English carol. Uh, just invite people into your home have hot apple cider, have some wine, have good food, and then and invite people to sing. You probably don't even need to print music. Just print lyrics um, and, and sing the songs that you all know. If you're feeling particularly bold, uh, go sing for your neighbors. Yes. And if you have, if you have young kids, uh, get a group of them together and go to a retirement home, uh, carol around your neighborhood. Um, yeah, just, and you, you don't have to be fancy. Sing Silent Night, Oh Come All You Faithful, Joy to the World. Just, just sing. The, uh, Mary's asking about about purchasing your recordings. Of course, the ICC, we're here for free because Jesus says you receive freely, give freely. And uh, I was looking on your website. 
Um, and you're not you're not really into selling CDs, are you? Tell us how we can support yeah, you guys. Yeah. We're not selling. We will eventually once we figure it out. Uh, find an online platform to make that available. For right now, all our music is available online for free. So you can find us on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, Amazon Music, and we're we're re- uh, working on releasing more music soon. So we have an album coming out in the new year called Chance of Deliverance, which we uh, were, had some consultation with exorcists uh, on Ch- Gregorian chant. They found particularly effective uh, in deliverance ministry and during exorcisms. But but on that note, um, we. Uh, we don't sell the music. Uh, we often get, we'll give it away for free. Um, but the, we, we rely to, we, to be able to do that as father and, and Peter are well aware. Um, we're all, sort, we're all um, giving freely and begging at the same time. We rely on people uh, who believe in the power of the mission that we are engaged in to support us. So uh, I don't know if this was mentioned earlier, but, but Floriani, the four of us uh, are, we're a full-time ensemble. So we had other other careers that we left in order to pursue this mission. So we live together in Phoenix, uh, but this is our full-time occupation. It's our full-time mission. And so uh, we are a 501c3 nonprofit, and we rely on our ability to do this um, very, very much like the ICC and the generosity of faithful Catholics who are um, who believe in the in the importance of evangelization, believe, believe in the importance of saving souls, and and our particular angle is through sacred beauty. So, you can find all that information uh, and more at floriani.org. And um, if you go there, you can sign up for our mailing list, um, and then we'll keep you updated about you know when we actually do sell music if that happens, and if that doesn't happen, you'll just find out when more free music is available. That's awesome. Guys, I think uh, we found a, a nice uh, collaboration here between the Institute of Catholic Culture and Floriani. We're so blessed to have been together this evening. Um, there was a question that's coming in from Deborah. Uh, what church are they in now? Uh, is it in Phoenix? And I, 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 the good news is that I, I do believe these gentlemen are going to actually be selling their homes and they're moving to Sacramento, California, where my <laughs> parish is, to join our community. And, uh, but uh, we'll see what happens with that open invitation, guys, open invitation. Uh, And, uh, but uh, I would also suggest for all of you um, that these, uh, these four young men are looking for opportunities to go out and to impact our, um, our, our Catholic world uh, with this gift. And so if your church community um would be open if your pastor would be open i'm sure there could be some some opportunities for them to come to your community um and not just for oh come and sing us uh you know some songs but to come and maybe do a, a weekend retreat um because as i say this is a, a a treasure of humanity and it's a treasure of the church which has been which has been unfortunately taken from us and it's time to regain this gift so uh, uh, with that, guys, I, I want to thank you for your time with us this evening. It truly has been a blessing, and I hope it's been a blessing for you also. We hope you enjoyed this program from the Institute of Catholic Culture. Remember to download our app and share our online library with friends, co-workers, and family members. To learn more, get involved, and support the Institute's work, visit instituteofcatholicculture.org and visit us on social media.